Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for today's reading, September 11th. Bless us, Lord God. Lord, Father God, we ask you, sir, to that your, your greatness will be among us, that your great love, Lord, and your great wisdom and your power and your ability and your strength, we are grateful for this. We ask you, Lord, to anoint our ears, our hearts, and our minds to hear what you tell us through your word of Isaiah, Lord. Lord, we're here, Lord God. Help us to be there where you are in heaven, Lord God, and receive the word, Lord, graciously, Lord. Thank you for blessing us. Amen. Amen. Would you please start reading? Okay. Um, September 11th, Isaiah 8, um, 1 to 9:21. Uh, so then the Lord said to me, Isaiah, make a large signboard and clearly write this name on it. Maher Shalah. Hashbas, I asked Uriah the priest and Zechariah, son of Jeberkiah, both known as honest men, to witness my doing this. Then I slept with my wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. And the Lord said, Call him Mahar Shalah Hashbas. For before the child is old enough to say, Papa or Mama, the king of Assyria, will carry away both the abundance of Damascus and the riches of Samaria. Then the Lord spoke to me again and said, My care for the people of Judah is like gently flowing waters of Shiloh, but they have rejected it. They are rejoicing over what will happen to King Rezin and King Pekah. Therefore the Lord will overwhelm them with a mighty flood from the Euphrates River, the king of Assyria and all his glory. This flood will overflow all its channels and sweep into Judah until its chin deep. It will spread its wings, submerging your land from one end to the other. O Emmanuel. Huddle together, you nations, and be terrified. Listen, all you distant lands. Prepare for battle, but you will be crushed. Yes, prepare for battle, but you will be crushed. Call your councils of war, but they will be worthless. Develop your strategies, but they will not succeed. For God is with us. The Lord has given me a strong warning not to think like everyone else does, he said. Don't call everything a conspiracy like they do. And don't live in dread of what frightens them. Make the Lord of Heaven's armies holy in your life. He's the one you should fear. He's the one who should make you tremble. He will keep you safe. But to Israel and Judah, he will make a stone that makes people stumble, a rock that makes them fall. And for the people of Jerusalem, he will be a trap and a snare. Many will stumble and fall, never to rise again. They will be snared and captured. Preserve the teaching of God. Entrust his instructions to those who follow me. I will wait for the Lord who has turned away from the descendants of Jacob. I will put my hope in him. I, the children of the Lord, I and the children of the Lord has given me serve as signs and warnings to Israel from the Lord of Heaven's armies, who dwells in His temple on Mount Zion. Someone may say to you, "Let's ask the mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead with their whisperings and mutterings. They will tell us what to do." But shouldn't people ask God for guidance? 
Should the living seek guidance from the dead? Ooh, good point. Look to God's instructions and teachings. People who contradict his word are completely in the dark. They will go from one place to another weary and hungry. And because they are hungry, they will rage and curse their king and their God. They will look up to heaven and down at the earth, but wherever they look, there will be trouble and anguish and dark despair. They will be thrown out into darkness. Nevertheless, that time of darkness and the despair will not go on forever. The land of Zebulon and Naphtali will be humbled, but there will be a time in the future when Galilee of the Gentiles, which lies along the road that runs through runs between the Jordan and the sea, will be filled with glory. Mm. So, yeah. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. You will enlarge the nation of Israel, and its people will rejoice. They will rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, and like warriors dividing the plunder. For you will break the yoke of their slavery and lift the heavy burden from their shoulders. You will break the oppressor's rod, just as you did when you destroyed the army of Midian. The boots of the warrior and the uniforms bloodstained by war will all be burned. They will be fuel for the fire. For a child is born unto us, a son is given unto us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. Amen. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David. Uh, the passionate, uh, for all eternity, the passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven armies will make this happen. The Lord has spoken out against Jacob. His judgment has fallen upon Israel. And the people of Israel and Samaria who spoke with such pride and arrogance will soon know it. They say that we will replace the broken bricks of our ruins with finished stone and replant the felled sycamore fig trees with cedar. But the Lord will bring resins enemies against Israel and stir up all their foes. The Syrians from the east and the Philistines from the west will bear their fangs and devour Israel. But even the Lord's anger will not be satisfied. His fist is still poised to strike. For after all this punishment, the people will still not repent. Not right. Okay. Um, they will not seek the Lord's heaven armies. Therefore, there in a single day, the Lord will destroy both the head and the tail the noble palm branch, and the lowly reed. The leaders of Israel are the head, and the lying prophets are the tail. For the leaders of the people have misled them. They have led them down the path of destruction. That is why the Lord takes no pleasure in the young men, and shows no mercy even to the widows and the orphans, for they are all wicked hypocrites, and they all speak foolishness. But even... The Lord's anger will not be satisfied. His fist is still poised to strike. 
This wickedness is like a brush fire. It burns not only briars and thorns, but also sets the forest ablaze. Its burning sends up clouds of smoke. The lands will be blackened by the fury of the Lord of Heaven's armies. The people will be fuel for the fire, and no one will spare even his own brother. They will attack their neighbor on the right, but will still be hungry. They will devour their neighbor on the left, but will not be satisfied. In the end, they will even eat their own children. Manash will feed on Ephraim, and Ephraim will feed on Manash. And both will devour Judah. But even the Lord's anger will not be satisfied. His fist is still poised to strike. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All is well. Praise God. That's amazing. You know, I was re- reading down here where you said the, the boots of the warrior and the uniform of blood stained by war will be burned. They will be fuel for the fire. And then it says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulder. That made me... And it reminded me when I was over in the government in Washington, D.C., mm. and I was on, <laughs> on top of Jesus uh. on his shoulder, and he was so excited. He was parading me around through, through the grounds of the, Washington, of, the, of the Capitol, Washington, D.C. <clears throat> the government will rest on his shoulder, so I'm part of his government. And he was happy, he was joyous that I was in it. Mm. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. See... Everlasting Father, you know, this. I always wondered how he could be called Everlasting Father, because he says the Father's in heaven, and then Mighty God, you know, and that says he's all in all, everything in me, uh-huh. Prince of Peace, Amen. his government Amen. and peace will never end, you know, that's that's his, the, the kingdom of God, everything and everything is him, you know, the Father, the Holy Spirit, the Mighty Counselor, um, everything rests on his shoulder. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So when you speak to God, you say, Everlasting Daddy, Mighty God, can mm. you give me an, a, a, a new Corvette? Yeah, you know, that just encompasses the whole, you know, how we should um, view God. You know, all the different facets of Him. So... He's my counselor. When I need wisdom and guidance for a situation, I've got his counsel. I just need to seek it. When he has, uh, to call him a mighty God, is he's mighty and all-powerful to deliver you from, from the, anything, the, the fowler, fowlers coming against you, the enemy. He's, he's, that, he's, got, he's mighty. He's got all the resources that you need. So, uh, okay, we'll put it in a prayer. If you're weak, acknowledge that he's powerful, and then acknowledge your need, and then acknowledge the victory. So, Lord, I thank you that I have no power, that you're all-powerful. Give me some of that power, Lord. Amen. Lord, I thank you that I don't have any counsel within me. I'm made out of mud. I need Jesus. I need your wonderful counsel for, for this situation. Counsel me, Lord. I wait upon your counsel. I think it's in the approach in our part that if we go say, hey, it's in your word, and it says, I am a counselor, and you start beating heaven trying to get it. But Paul says, when I'm weak, He's strong. Then he is the counselor. Mm-hmm. When I'm weak, he is the mighty God. When, I, when I'm weak, he is the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father. And, 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 the, and in the, my weakness, it allows the, the power of Christ to rest upon me. Through humility. Yeah. Through being pliable yeah. like mud. Amen. Yeah. But, you know, Everlasting Father, 
you know he's the father that's always with you everywhere you go he's proven to himself over and over again to us yeah he's our daddy and he has our best interests in mind yeah and and with that it's like your earthly dad you know there comes a time when they're going to pass on but your everlasting father your daddy your papa is here to take care of you and we have to see him as that father ever everlasting father that's wonderful but the prince of peace I mean, this is where what we all want is peace in our lives. Like what we're doing right now is, a, you know, when we go to bed at night, we've got peace There's in this neighborhood. You know, we've got peace in the home. People feel the peace when we come in. So he's the Prince of Peace in the, in the midst of the turmoil, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the trial. There's, uh, the Bible says, you know, therefore having been justified by, um, by Jesus, I have the peace of God already because of Jesus' finished work. So that's, Hello, son. That, that's what we have to keep our eye on is that, you know, even though things don't look good in the natural, I have the peace of God. You know, you have to remember that. It's available to us. Amen. Yeah. Um, so, and his government will never end. It's a great description of our father. Um Amen. Yeah. Thank you, babe. Okay. One more point about Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reading is. Um, okay. I like. I love it when it says uh, the prophecy is in the land of Nubalah and Zebulun and Naphtali will be humble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It said it be humble. But there will be a time in the future when Galilee of the Gentiles which lies along the road that runs between the Jordan and the sea will be filled with glory. And this was written like seven, eight hundred years or six hundred years before Jesus, this prophecy. Okay, six hundred years before? I'm around there. Okay. I mean, it was a prophecy of, of centuries before it actually happened. So those who live in the land of deep darkness, a light will shine, and you will enlarge the nation of Israel, and his people will rejoice. They will rejoice before you as people rejoice in the harvest, and like warriors dividing the plunder. That's great rejoicing. Okay? Now, okay. We're, to, we're to divide the plunder. Okay? The plunder is Jesus is our warrior. He mm. has conquered us for us, and we divide the plunder with great joy Amen. and awareness that, that you know, our rewards, our benefits Amen. are loaded to us every day. We Amen. have them. And they're spiritually attained first by with rejoicing and praising God and demonstrating our faith that we sense that there's something in the future and the future looks better than it is now. Amen. <laughs> Quoting the prophet Kim Kilman, I'm somewhere in the future and I look much better I than I am. I'm somewhere in the future and, and I feel it in my heart and I praise God that that good is on its way. Not not gloom and despair. Right. As we Amen. often sorrows and troubles. We give birth to them. You know, we, we have to act by faith. We act. Jesus is the light we look to and the light by which we see. We may not always spare us from trouble, but if we follow him wholeheartedly and trust him, he will go with us through them and give us the, give us his victory. Amen. Amen. One more point um, on Isaiah. It says, um, it's a part uh, number 19 in the beginning. Um, 9, 
Isaiah 8, 19. Isaiah 8, 19. Yeah. Um, and it goes into, it said, it says, let's ask mediums and those who consult in the spirits of the dead with their whisperings and mutterings. They will tell you us what to do. But it says, but shouldn't people ask God for guidance? Should the living seek guidance from the dead? <laughs> you know, that's such a good uh, statement or eye-opener. It says, because it says here, look to God's instructions and teachings. Mm-hmm. Okay? People who contradict his word are completely in the dark. Amen. Okay? They will go from one place to another weary and hungry. And because they're hungry, they will rage and curse their king and their God. So it just seems to me that right here it says, find out what God's instructing you in, in the word. You know, mm-hmm. um, what does is, what is his teaching say about sowing the word, declaring the word? You know, um, taking his word as a promise and applying it to your problem. So, you know, people may not consult with mediums or whatever, but they still, you know, there are people in Hollywood doing that today. and Not out of Hollywood. I don't want to just put Hollywood in a... But um, the point is, you know, who do we go to all the time? We go to man. I know I used to do this all the time. Go to man and start to get advice. Not man, but my best friends or whatever. And... And try to get counsel that way. But a lot of times it didn't have the word of God in it. It was their own emotions, their own experience, their own advice and opinions. So in my in my years now, I see how it is important to take God's word and let that be your report. And take God's word and keep fighting with the good fight of faith. And, um, and his teachings, by hearing and hearing the word, I'm getting instruction, and I'm getting wisdom, and I'm getting my knowledge for how to, you know, come out of that valley of the shadow of the death and fear no evil. You know, where I'm not walking in weariness every day, in discouragement, depression, oppression. You know, I'm walking by faith because I got God's word inside of me, in my spirit, and I'm able to access it. It's like a computer. I'm accessing the word when I need it. You know, throughout the day, whatever the situation is, it may not be a negative situation. And it just may be reminding to bless that person in front of me that that's going slow or, you know, just, hey, Lord, I need a good sale today. Help me find the right purchases. You know, I mean, it's just, that's a good point. Look to God's instructions and teachings. Beautiful. And don't contradict his word. His word is his word. He said it. Shall you not perform it? Amen to that, sister. Okay, uh, Okay. New Testament. Thank okay. you, Lord Jesus. That is so awesome. Thank you there, Pastor Anne. Okay. Okay, now we move to 2 Corinthians 12, 1 and 12. 2. 2 Corinthians 12, 1. Yeah, 1 to one. 10. This boasting will do no good, but I, Paul, must go on. I will reluctant tell about the visions and revelations from the Lord. I was caught up to the third heaven 14 years ago. Whether I was in my body or out of my body, I don't know. Only God knows. Yes, only God knows whether I was in my body or outside my body. But I do know that I was caught up to paradise and heard things so astonishing they cannot be expressed in words. Things no human is allowed to tell. That experience is worth boasting about. But I am not going to do it. I will boast only about my weaknesses. If I want to boast, I will be no fool in doing so, because I will be telling the truth. 
<clears throat> but I won't do it because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they can see in my life or hear in my message. Even though I had received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now, so now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, in the hardships, persecutions, and trouble that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Boy, that's kind of hard to put your mind around. That's kind of like a paradox. That's called uh, oxymoron. That's called <laughs> um, paradigm shift. Uh, all kinds of things, you know, that... Uh, what do you think there, Sister Anne? Well, I, you know, there is a third heaven. <laughs> well, <okay. laughs> so the first is here in the natural, right? And then there's a second heaven, which I believe is what where a lot of the spirits are roaming the devil's around. Fight, the devil's the fight, fight, right? And the third heaven is here that Paul, Apostle Paul talks about. And there's a fourth heaven because the Apostle John went up to the fourth heaven, right? So that's cool. Now, um... He, you know, we hear all these people saying they went to heaven. And they, they explain it on the YouTubes, right? And Benny Hinn went to heaven? Yeah. Out of his body? So so it is, does to happen, because it happened to the Apostle I, Paul. I went to heaven. Yeah, but it, it happened to the Apostle Paul. So he didn't know if he was in his body, out of his body, he didn't know. But it does happen. I think sometimes in our dreams, we go into heaven and we don't realize it. Right. You know, some of them are so glorious, some right. of the dreams, especially right. about the water colors, and oceans, the water standing up 75, 100, 200 feet, you know, yeah. just standing like, right. like incredible. Right, I, I believe that. <coughs> uh, so, anyways, he comes back and he just reiterates about the weakness again. But he's saying... The, that experience is worth boasting, but I'm not going to do it, he says. I will only boast about my, my weakness. And it's amazing. A lot of people, uh, we, a lot of humanity has made idols of uh, Sister Fatima, mm -hmm. Sister this. People that have seen visions, and they claim them, and then we make saints out of them. Mm -hmm. You know, because, oh, so-and-so, such. So they came in and got healed or whatever, yeah. You know, and... Uh, and right here is so so the reason so many some of you so many humanity has troubles is because in our weakness we're we have skillfully acknowledged God that we're weak on this and we're thankful for it. I thank you, Lord God, that I'm a misfit. I thank you, God, that I missed it. I thank you that I don't know around about how to do this. I thank you, that I, and once you you lower your pride and your ego and and, and you simmer down. To humbleness, and then wait. You have you have put a demand on heaven, on your weakness. You have put down. So now you wait confidently, expectantly, that He's going to give you an answer. It could come in the form of a text the next right. day, a mm. couple of days, but He will answer you. And what to be happy about? What yeah. to rejoice in? You know, um, mm. we always feel like we're not we're we're missing the mark. And that's because we're using the wrong uh, 
you know, we're not boasting about the Lord's victory. We're using the wrong uh, approach. And you feel bad that, oh, maybe God, my life ain't worth much because I'm not doing enough or I just feel so inadequate, you know. And I'm not contributing anything to humanity, you know. I'm just thinking. But then you, when you get on your knees and you say, God, I thank you that I'm weak. Mm. And then you say the Jabez prayers. Mm. Oh, Lord, Lord God, that you will bless my weakness indeed. And enlarge this weakness, this territory, that your hand will be upon me and that you will keep me from evil. That it may not harm me. And God performed what we requested. Amen. Amen. Yeah, one thing I really, this is like, when, when you read this, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. There could be, a, there could be another person that believes in, in uh, that's always bugging them. You know, it could be a person, it could be a situation, it could be the jailer, he was in jail. You know, it's not necessarily like... Uh... Yeah, I wanted to um, listen later when we're done here. We can go listen to uh, Christ the Healer. F.F. Um, Bosworth addresses this. He talks about it, and it made sense to me. But I, I know I've been wanting to go back and listen to it again. I haven't done it. But he's saying that people take this verse here, and when it comes to their healing, they say, or, and I think even Womack has brought this up, um, that they said, oh, I must have this sickness, so it, it must have been sent here. It's just, you know what I mean? So they accept their, they accept the, the infirmity based on the scripture. I know. Amen. And so, so sad, huh? yeah, but it's, and it's not this, what it says it is. And he explains it really good. And so uh, I've, I've been curious about that. And I'd really like to maybe see if we could listen to that chapter 10 on the YouTube and see if we can get wisdom or an understanding from it. You know, I think more more people have fallen in their own ability and and led to pride than we can imagine. And all of us have, uh, we even have, you know, such a hard thing to get through. You know, when you feel good, you feel enthusiastic, uh, you feel grateful, you, you know, it knocks us off. You can tell right away when a person's acting in pride, and boastfulness and so forth and it's in our inherited godly makeup that we abhor that you know sometimes we admire it because some people use it use it you know uh, to accomplish things but you know like we may accomplish more for God but we will not be more like him when we are weak we are more likely to depend on God to fill us with his power that's what it says in the commentary when we are weak, we are more likely for God to serve us with his power. So there is a waiting period, and then there's a period when the, when the power does hit. There's a period with wisdom to give him the credit, okay, to boast about him. That I was weak is not me. And some people do it very successfully in, in saying, you know, you can do this too. I was weak down and nothing, unable to pay attention, and the power of God lifted me up. Then we are strong than we could ever be on our own. More importantly, we become more like him as we are. That's the way we reason we get on our knees in the morning and we ask him, Lord, help me today, Lord. Help me to think your thoughts. Help me to do Amen. your will. Help me to be instructed. And help me to be receptive. Help me to be grateful. you got to be careful. If you say, help me to be grateful, then he's talking, you got to be shattered. 
to be humble so you can be more grateful because there's probably, just like our guts get full of uh, flour and our uh -huh. guts get contaminated and they also keep your stomach lining clean because that's where all the mm. that's where all the sickness comes from. Mm. Same thing, every week we get contaminated with, yeah. with pride because we carry the, 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 the work with us, you know. We don't want our spirit contaminated. We, we need to have be joyful that we're human beings and um, joyful in our accomplishment. The Lord is helping us as He's interested in our hobbies. Amen. He's interested in the work of our hands. He's right there with us. And we rejoice that He helps us accomplish things. We rejoice in Him that He helps us to speak things and encourage others. It's a skill. And if you get it, let me know. <laughs> okay. Okay, reading the Psalms, praying the Psalms, pray on the church's behalf. We pray on the church's behalf that God will protect his people from attacks and corruption. We call on God to rescue his people from their enemies. Amen. Psalms 55, 1 through 23. Do you have anything else to add to that? You know, once again, it, it says here, you know, it says, That's why I take pleasure in my weakness and in the insults the hardships, the persecutions, and the troubles that I suffer for Christ, for I'm weak, for when I'm weak, then I am strong. Um, so, you know, again, in the trials and the, and the mishaps of life, that, you know, when life comes at you, you know, he takes, he said he takes pleasure in it. And I know that a lot of us, you know, we go through it, sometimes it's hard to take pleasure in that and, and keep your joy. But, um, you know, the Word of God will help you stay grounded. Amen. It'll keep you in joy. It'll keep you persevering. It'll keep you, you know, just keeping your eye on the prize, you know, to finish the race. You know, if we had all wisdom, if we had more wisdom, we're only receiving a little bit of wisdom from a vast ocean. You could just yeah. say a water hose connected to the ocean. That's how much wisdom we have compared to God's wisdom. That's an incredible amount of trinkle wisdom but if we had more wisdom we would realize that we are being sustained by him he has answered our prayers his mercy of giving us a, a monthly check mm -hmm. his mercy of giving us an immune system that, mm. that fights cancer mm. that, you know his you know if we would realize how much we're kept already in our weaknesses yeah. we are maybe because that's the truth that we disregard we're not wise enough to understand that we are kept, we're already weak. We're made out of mud. Yeah. He sustains us, period. Wisdom says, I acknowledge you that I'm made out of mud, and you're sustaining me. Now, pride and arrogance stands up and says, you know, um, it, they're constantly making movies about robots and so forth that take on, yeah. that they want to be, they, they were created by us, and then they turn against the people. <laughs> Like humanity, we turn against God and we want to take a little glory for ourselves. But God has built in a denominators to take away guilt, feelings. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you get hit in the head with a two by four. Amen. Amen. Okay, Proverbs, Psalms 55, excuse me. Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my cry for help. Please listen and answer me. For I am overwhelmed by my troubles. My enemies shout at me, making loud and wicked threats. They bring troubles on me and angrily hunt me down. My heart pounds in my chest. The terror of death assaults me.
fear and trembling overwhelm me, and I can't stop shaking. Oh, that I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away and rest. I would fly far away to the chief of the wilderness. How quickly I would escape far from the wild storms of hatred. Confuse them, Lord, and frustrate their plans. For I see violence and conflict in the city. Its walls are patrolled day and night against invaders. But the real danger is wickedness within the city. Everything is falling apart. Threats and cheating are rampant in the streets. It's not an enemy who taunts me. I could bear that. It is not foe who so arrogantly insults me. I could have hidden from them. Instead, it is you, my equal, my companion, and close friend. What good fellowship we once enjoyed as we walked together in the house of God. Let death stalk my enemies. Let the grave swallow them alive, for evil makes its home within them. But I will call on God, and the Lord will rescue me. See my weakness. Morning, noon, and night. Night, morning, and noon. I cry out in my distress, and the Lord hears my voice. He ransoms me and keeps me safe from the battle waged against me, though may many still oppose me. God, who has ruled forever, will hear me and humble them. For my enemies refuse to change their ways. They do not fear God. As my companion, he betrayed his friends. He broke his promises. His words are as smooth as butter, but in his heart is war. His words are as soothing as lotion, but underneath are daggers. Give your burdens to the Lord, and he will care for you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. But you, O God, will send the wicked down to the pit of destruction. Murderers and liars will die young, but I am trusting you to save me. Amen. Amen. I like that. It says, give your burdens to the Lord, and he will take care of you. Amen. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Thank you, Lord. Successfully, we give our burdens to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 23, 4 and 5. Don't worry yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. Amen. I could use that. Beware. Don't wear yourself trying to get rich. Don't wear out. In the blink of an eye, wealth disappears. For it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. Hallelujah. And, Lord, we just pray, Lord God, that that wealth that's flying around Amen. may come and land here. <laughs> the wealth of the come. sinner is laid up for the just. The, the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just, and we are waiting in confident trust and believing, Lord God, that you will fall on us, Lord. Thank you for houses. Thank you for riches. Thank you for the plunder. We rejoice in the plunder that was taken from the enemy, Lord, that Jesus has bought for us. Thank you for the re all the benefits, all the rewards, Lord, all the glory, Lord God, that you may be glorified in this house, in our souls. And we thank you, Lord God, for the covering. We thank you for our inheritance and teachings from our forefathers. We thank you for the inheritance and teachings in the Word of God. We love it. And, Lord, we thank you for the water. And the water that flows, and you take care of us like an abundant river. Lord. Amen. You give us fresh water, you, you cleanse us, Lord, and you and you saturate us, and we dip in your water, in the in the fresh, sparkling, cold water that comes from heaven, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that it infiltrates us and cleanses everything, Lord. 
And we thank you that we drink deep of the well of water, which is your Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we thank you, Lord, for giving us prudent spouses that we can discern your word, Lord. And we thank you for the wisdom today, for this day, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And for this, I am grateful.